everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Life in Retrograde. I almost forgot what I was going to say. I'm like, really? I'm four seconds in. Um, anyways, yes. Welcome back to another episode of Life in Retrograde. I am in my space. Yes. I am in my official space, my official recording studio, in my official podcasting corner. I don't know what to call this. This is, this is where I am. <laughs> it's official. Let me move my mic a little closer. Oh, hello. Um, so yes, like I promised before, I have finally cultivated this little area so we can come here and we can just hang out and talk and chat and do the things we do. So yes, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Anyway, what was I going to say? I definitely forgot what I was going to say already. If it sounds like I'm farting, by the way, I'm not. I'm sitting in this like, it's like a leather chair and it like, you know, like, well, no, of course now I can't make it happen. Anyways, my point is it's not me. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I am back this week to discuss impermanence and change and embracing change and all of that good stuff. So I want to keep it short and sweet, but I did want to do a hard dive into this topic because, well, number one, because change is forever happening to all of us, whether we like the shit or not. So I felt like since it's pretty universal. I think that we can all kind of vibe with this chat. Why do I, did this mic move away from me again? Hello? Are you allergic to me or something? Stay with me. Anyway, so I was thinking a lot about impermanence lately because, well, really because of this book I've been reading, which I'll, I'll link it, but I have just been kind of enduring a lot of change on my own in my life in the past. I mean, really the past couple of years have been a little like haywire. And I feel like I'm finally kind of getting to a good place where I'm just like, that's just life, you know, change and really more so things being impermanent and not so fixed, even when we want them to stay fixed has been a really difficult thing for me to understand, especially growing up, because when I was a child, and I think when most of us are children, we want a lot of stability. We want a lot of predictability, you know, and I think I didn't have a lot of that. So it took me a long time to befriend change and befriend impermanence and the fact that nothing really lasts, you know, and I don't mean that in like... A cynical way. I don't mean it in like, oh, no relationship lasts forever or that kind of thing. Anything can last as long as two people want it to or as long as you want it to, but it's really the understanding of change and the being able to befriend it so it doesn't tarnish your relationships with other people is kind of this full circle way of knowing that 
the best way that we can endure change is to just simply, like I say with everything else, accept it, befriend it, welcome it, let it in. I think it's so important to, number one, understand that there just is such vastness in our life. And I think due to that vastness, it's really scary to to come to the understanding of change in general or why it has to happen or when it is happening and it doesn't feel great, how we can better kind of march through that territory. And like I said, when I was a kid, it was really difficult because my stepdad was in the military. And when you're at the beck and call of the military, it doesn't give you a lot of stability. You know, there are ways that it does, but as far as like planting seeds or really just laying some roots down in any given place, that's not a thing. And so when you're a kid and you're having to, you know, start schools over and over and over and make new friends over and over and just get acclimated to a new atmosphere and environment and just have your surroundings constantly change. It's very unsettling. So there's a lot. Is the, did this mic move away from me again? Bro, I am so done with you. Like, we're gonna fight it. <laughs> um, my point is, I've had a really difficult time embracing change and just kind of allowing it to come into my life and do its thing because I guess I've defined it as a lack of control. I think most of us do when change happens to us. We're kind of like, fuck, what the hell? Like, Because oftentimes we aren't initiating it or we aren't trying to you know, stir our own pot or rattle our own cage. It's usually something or someone else or, or however, it's an outside experience or source, or it's just, it's not usually us that's orchestrating the change. And so, especially when you're younger and you're still at the mercy of your family or your parents or whoever your guardians are. And then, like I said, in addition to that, I had a stepdad who was in the military. So it's kind of like I was at the mercy of my parents, but I was also at the mercy of the military. (laughs) You know, so I had no say so. And not that you really do up to a certain point, but like I say all the time on here, we are, we don't have control in our lives. So it doesn't really matter if we've stepped into adulthood, we're still at the mercy of something greater than us. And I think acknowledging that has been hard, but it's been a journey that's been rewarding because I've been able to grow and heal and I swear to God, (laughs) I'm going to tear this recording space up while I'm recording. Let me put my hand down. Let me just try to chill like a normal person. Um, Anyway, anyway. so I think that I've just had an even more difficult time embracing change and having to step into adulthood and still understand that I am not in charge. I I can make all the decisions I want and I can make all the plans and I can make all the, you know, I can lay out my full itinerary of what I think might happen or what I want to have happen. But being an adult has been a slap in the face in that regard because it's kind of like, bitch, you still don't, you still don't get to say. You still don't. (laughs) 
So I'm just like, damn. But my point is, uh, sorry, I'm talking in circles. It's been such a learning curve for me, especially. And I'm sure all of us have kind of endured this to a certain degree where if we reflect on our lives, on all of our lives, and we're super honest with ourselves, we can say that there's been no predictable pattern unfolding here to get us where we are today. And even if you just look back at a couple of years, and you probably may not be sitting in the space where you thought you might be sitting a couple of years ago. And hopefully where we are today is a place that ultimately feels fulfilling, you know, and doesn't scare us away from impermanence because it is so obvious. It's so obvious if you look at your life and if you look at your experiences and if you really just reflect on all of your journey, then you can see why change, number one, has to happen. But also you can see where it's happened in your life and how that's initiated a lot of growth and a lot of wisdom and a lot of just gaining confidence or experience or however, whatever. We all gain something if we really, really allow ourselves to, even if it's the shittiest thing. And I guess that's my point. You know, I think that there's a way of us being conditioned to maybe assume or want life to be linear and life is just this fucking winding ass road with the unknown at every turn and we're all just kind of trying to wing it and we can all say that we can predict tomorrow or we can predict five minutes from now and while that may be true eventually it won't be and that's my point is that change comes into our lives usually as an initiation for growth and as an initiation to learn something new and just to kind of catapult us in a direction where we may not take ourselves on our own. And that's been so just humbling and rewarding to really make sense of and really make peace with because some change does suck and some change is shitty and some change is awakening in the worst way. <laughs> and this reminds me of a, a quote from the book that I'm reading. And I'll, I'll link it in the description. But either way, I, I remember this quote, and I'm rereading this book. I've read it many times. But this quote has stuck out to me since the very first time I read this book. And it says, chaos should be regarded as extremely good news. And I feel like there's so much power in that message, you know, because we don't regard chaos as good news. When chaos comes into our lives, we're like, fuck that. <laughs> like, hell no. I unsubscribe. And so I think that just having that quote kind of in my back pocket for when I need it the most, especially when change arises, that is unsettling. And I'm just like, I don't like this. You know, I don't like it. <laughs> then I try to remember that quote because what it really means is that, like I just said, change happens and chaos happens and trauma happens in a way to shake us out of our ordinary core and out of our routine day to day. And 
because we don't oftentimes orchestrate these great changes into our lives on our own, life forces us to change and that's how we grow. And so if we really almost acknowledge impermanence and change and all of that as the water to our soil, our inner soil, that's allowing us to grow at each, you know, mile marker at each chapter of life at each bend in the winding road, whatever. I feel like if we view it as that, then maybe when changes are happening, especially the ones that are really impactful to our lives and our day to day, we can just befriend it, you know, and maybe take a little bit of the unsettling energy that it already comes with and remove it and not completely it's change is unsettling good change can be unsettling you could be like oh my goal is by this time next year I want to move into the city of my dreams and start making my life there and so on and so forth and you can be there and you can be making it happen and that's a great change and you're excited about it but aren't you still scared of shit to leave everything you've known for however you know what i mean it's a double-edged sword and so even when you are initiating powerful change into your life there's still an element of it that's unsettling so when the reverse happens and we don't initiate it and it just comes to us organically through source or god or the universe whatever you believe in when the time comes and we get unsettled by it, maybe we can just ease our burden a little, you know, and maybe we can take a little bit of that weight off our shoulders by just simply acknowledging it and saying, all right, you're here to shape me into something different. And that's not comfortable. It's not supposed to be. We learn best when we're unsettled. That's human nature. (laughs) And we just don't often talk about it or acknowledge it enough. That's in large part why I wanted to come and talk about that, because it is super important to acknowledge why changes happen and reflect on the changes that have happened in our lives that have kind of gotten us to where we are or are still getting us to where we're going. And yeah, I mean, I just, like I always say, I want us all to be able to just live our best fucking lives. And I don't want us to shy away from things that are inevitable, you know, because why? Why why should we? You know, if they're going to happen anyway, then we may as well have the best head on our shoulders going in and the best understanding of it that we can. And do just do ourselves a favor in advance by kind of laying down a little bit of the foundation for it to come through and do its thing and and know that it's welcome to and i feel like just having that attitude toward things that can possibly be unsettling and be a little emotionally intimidating or even intimidating to our mental well-being or spiritually whatever like it's fucking, it's scary. Life is scary sometimes. And I'm trying really hard to cultivate a way to march through change and through life, not really unbothered because I like to be bothered. And that's, that is a part of it. Being bothered and being unsettled and all that shit, it makes us grow and I'm here for growth. So I will take it in any package it comes in. (laughs) But I feel like 
impermanence is a very special package. You know, it's like this gift that we get to open very slowly over time. But when, when we do, and when we're done, then, and when we're on the other side of understanding it, then it really is such a powerful tool to have for growth and for healing and for understanding and just knowing that it's all doing it in our best interest and it's doing it for a greater cause that we don't understand oftentimes but that's that's the beauty of it all so anyway I'm done rambling about that (laughs) but I hope you guys enjoyed this chat I will be back next week and I will look forward to talking to you guys in the meantime make sure oh don't let me forget don't let me forget like y'all are here to remind me (laughs) I didn't want to forget to tell y'all that if you don't have Spotify and you can't see my video content but you would like to you can go to my website which is linked in the description but it's courtneyautumn.com I'll um I'll keep these weekly episodes up to date on there let me not knock my mic over (laughs) anyway before i destroy the room i will sign off and as i was saying feel free to hit up the website courtneyautumn.com the episodes will be updated weekly other than that i will be back next week and i will sign off and say as always Love yourself, trust your inner guide, surrender to the universe, and manifest a magical as fuck life. Bye!